Did you ever run into AOC while you were doing a bartender? AOC was my bar, one of my bar wives. Yeah. I was making a complete joke. No, we used to work together. What the fuck you ain't me this? Crazy. <laughs> Welcome back to your beloved Black-owned broadcast, Harlem's very own, featuring, as always, your three vivacious co-hosts. Speaking first, it's Justin K. Winley, a.k.a. King Colgate, a.k.a. Uh, the Great Improviser, joined by my boys. Yo, what's up? It's Escobar Escalibur, a.k.a. the Sauna Shogun, a.k.a. Sinbad Stefanucci, a.k.a. the Witchy Bitch uh, Feet Sweeper. Oh, my. <laughs> the witchy I sweep, feet sweeper. I sweep the witchy broads off their feet. Got Ooh. it. Wow. Yeah. You yes, proud of that? sir. Nah, you, nah. You thought you nah. ate that? You thought nah. you ate <laughs> Not anymore, yo. Not anymore. They cast a couple oh. spells on me. Yo, oh. that was crazy. Oh you got to drop that house on them like Dorothy did. Drop That's that house. crazy. <laughs> nah, I just hit him with a tornado. Yeah. That's wow. right. <laughs> and our third mic. Oh, hello, everybody. It's your boy, Amai K. Simmons. I ain't got no AKAs today. I'm just trying to make sure. What? I'm just trying to be nice because we have a lovely (laughs) guest coming in today. And she's right across from me. And I don't want to. I want to be. I am being on my best behavior to be like, God damn. After that, you know? Alcohol does a reverse on Amai. Sorry. There is no alcohol in this podcast right now. It is only juice. The church doesn't even spell alcohol. Listen, the church, that's a different story. Grape juice. Grape juice. It is communion today, okay? It's Don't communion today. <laughs> a couple of grape sodas. Listen. Anywho, we're not uh, talking people. about uh, religion today. <laughs> um, we are back with another HBO feature. And our featured guest today is a multimedia artist with widespread roots in Colombia, Jamaica, Queens, and all across our fair city, from which she constantly draws inspiration to create vibrant, singular pieces that capture and reflect the spirits of the communities for which they are commissioned. Yes. Whether she's painting seven-story murals or leading painting workshops, she never does anything with less than 100% of herself. So I'll allow her to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Janina Gutierrez, also known as Gia, also known as Ghost Pepper. Oh, Ghost Pepper. Ghost Pepper. It's that kind of shit that hits you in the back of your throat when you least expect it. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. Good Lord. I bet there's that a story key, that, that low key spice. Yeah, there is a story. <laughs> when that Dorito piece just be back there, <laughs> just let you stay there. Just yeah. let you stay there. It could be something she said or something she do. Bring a it little just, tear to your uh-huh. eye. Good Lord. That Denzel tear from Glory. And it just lets you remember what the fuck just happened that moment. That's what you is, G? Golly. I'm saying my AKA at the end, goddammit. Fuck that. There we go. I, I, I took it out. I took her out today. How many unopened Tinder messages have you left? In I have. That AKA? I, I, can, I can proudly say I have no Tinder. Very good. All right now. Very good. <laughs> well, do I that. mean, you know, I no, I don't. I mean, I say proudly because I just. Don't. Oh sure. Well, yeah. If you use Tinder, whatever, good for you. Not good for you. We don't care. Fifty percent of them niggas is married. That's, that's a new statistic just came <laughs> that's out. That, that new statistic is that's crazy. Fifty. <laughs> Complex did a study. Okay, so I'll tell you. So I tried a dating app one. Which one? Uh, 
Oh, uh, that's okay. a good one. That's Hinge, a goodie. Hinge I got massive trouble that. was with supposed that. to be like the, like, okay, like they out there. It's like the grown-up app. The grown-up app. Allegedly. And I work a lot, so I'm not really hanging out like that. So I was like, all right, let's see what this is about. And it was like, everyone was married in this open relationship. And I'm like, does your wife know about that? Oh, oh, oh. They do. <laughs> and the husbands definitely do. The women who are looking for dudes, they, the husbands like, definitely do. Delete, Shout out delete, to you, Adam, delete. twenty-two. Again, not what we're here to talk about. Wes is on the couch waiting for us to bring it up. No, no, no. That'll be for our news episode after this. Um, yes. So, Gia, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having um, me. I'd like to give you a chance before we open up with questions to just introduce yourself a bit. Um, and you have a special connection to our uh, our co-host here, Jude. This big sis over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, who are you? How'd you get in this apartment? Who are you literally? I don't recognize you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, and, good to see you, new human. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm known as Gia. Uh, I've been, I'm from Colombia, and I grew up in Jamaica, Queens. And I've been living in Harlem for about 20 years now. Wow. And Jude, my dude, this is my El Barrio East Harlem homie. Mm. Yes. I've known Jude since, how old were you? I was like 12 or 13. You were wow. like 12 or 13. and I that's to, when Harley's opened. Yep. And I was, uh, you know, I supported myself throughout my whole art career. Um, basically, I was like self-taught artist. Mm -hmm. Not really, not at all supported by my family. And I've been on my own since I was like 19. And... Uh, I got into bartending, I got into Pratt, and I was like going to school full-time, bartending full-time, doing the thing, and um, I ended up in East Harlem, and I was bartending, and I was good friends with Marissa, Jude's mom. Rest in peace. Rest in I, peace. Rest yeah. in peace. Love you, yeah. love you, mom. Much power to Marissa, but <laughs> Jude used to come over to my apartment, and Marissa saw how things were, and, you know, and she was just very passionate especially about women's rights and how women were being treated in the workplace and mm. she was like i want to pay you to give jude painting lessons mm. so jude the dude used to come over and we would do painting lessons you would hang out with the cats and the turtles yeah shout out to the cats yeah. and the turtles yeah man <laughs> yeah man. Was painting. i was painting yeah it's my dogs right here uh, and then and then and then one time uh then marissa came over and i got your mom really stoned <laughs> And then we were dying, and we were talking so much trash, and then she was like, oh my God, I gotta get Jude. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one great. of the best memories. But yeah, like I've been a local artist, and you know, I fly out, like I have a lot of work in PR, I've been mm -hmm. doing some work in Miami, in LA, and now this coming year, like more worldwide, yeah. and... That's yeah, awesome. I'm just excited to create and also like a big part of my practice is working with the community. Yeah. And making sure that like people are feel seen and feel heard and they feel part of the process because we live yeah. in a city that's like always evolving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't necessarily take into account the people that have been existing here. Mm. Yeah. And, and so on that note, um, the, the pitch that Jude gave us for why we should have you on the show is... Uh, I wasn't exaggerating, the seven-story mural that is currently uh, hanging over Harlem Tavern on 116th right. uh, in the corner of Frederick Douglass um, for Stella Artois. Yeah. A beautiful piece. I've seen it you know, all the years that it's been up, but it never occurred to me that I would one day be sitting next to the artist. So could you talk us through the process of creating that mural? I'm curious about it 
from the literal like practical level of making something that huge anytime i see a big piece on the side of a building like that that's what i where my mind goes but also like how you got in contact with them you know and what it's like to even work with the uh the city um to create something like that yeah it was um I'll, i'll preface everything by saying that that experience was one of like the first big lessons and like wow like you really reap what you sow Mm. that wasn't anything i applied for Mm -hmm. i literally got called because people from the f uh fdba from the frederick douglas boulevard alliance Mm. two of those members remembered me from east harlem doing all these murals for free and working with the community and they saw me growing in my practice Mm -hmm. and they were like we know a muralist from Harlem that can do this. And I literally got the phone call and it was like, I still get chills. It was like two weeks before Christmas. I was like, what? In the height of COVID. In the height of COVID. That's crazy. And then they were like, you have one week to design it. And I was like, and then they were like, okay, so we have like four nights to boogie. And I got like, a, you know, it was obviously like a corporate um, Stella's corporate. Yeah. But what they did at the height of the pandemic, that part of that mural was that they donated all these outdoor seating, like heated igloos right. to all the restaurants on Frederick Douglass. Yeah. Yeah. To support hospitality. Mm-hmm. And I supported myself in hospitality. I supported my art career through hospitality for oh. 18 years. Wow. I bartended in New York City for 18 years. Wow. Bartending at night, doing art during the day, hustling. Yeah. So for me, it was like a very full circle experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I read um, uh, in the information about the piece that it was also meant to um, highlight the uh, a lot of the service workers, so hospitality, but also um, you know the medical workers, mm-hmm. um, you know first responders. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure that felt great to, to work on something like that. So like, what is it like? Do you get up on a giant ladder and you start like painting one brick at a time? Oh, or how, no. You have a team. Like, what's the? I well, yeah. And I the other lovely part was that you know I had enough budget to I, I needed a team. Yeah. And I was able to hire my dear friends that are also amazing muralists mm. from Harlem. I was able to put some money in their pocket. Mm put some work in their hands. And yeah. It was the first time I was ever up in a crane, but it's so liberating up there. Yeah. yeah. That is amazing. Oh, it's liberating. It's I mean, liberating. I, I, and it was tough. You know, it's it's not for the weak. Like, there, <laughs> there, there's something, you have to be slightly masochistic to do this kind of work. Because uh, mm-hmm. it, it hurts. Yeah. And then, and then it's difficult sometimes, and you're like, your you know, I'm, and I fire. Yeah, and, I'm and you all, can only see the piece that you're doing at that time. Even if you have yeah. it in your head, you don't know. You know, the scope is so big that you can't concentrate on the. You're like just this area and the yeah. next one, and let's keep going. And mm-hmm. but you just there, there's something so satisfying. I remember when it was finished and we were done. I came home. It was like 6 a.m. and I was just, I just like. <sighs> yeah, wow. yeah. No, that's incredible. And and I mean, just to give our audience an idea. Um, Prolific is definitely the word to even oh. take a glance through your your website. I mean, there's hardly a neighborhood in New York that your art isn't in, you know, right. East Harlem, Queens, the Bronx, um, all over the city. Do you have you found that there's a particular uh, borough or neighborhood that you keep returning to? Um, do you kind of just, you know, wherever the wind blows is where you'll go? Um, Harlem is my world. Like Harlem is my playground. Harlem is where. Period. 
Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> Harlem is where I artistically grew up, and I've and I've developed such a family and such a support system here. Yeah. So any opportunity here, paid or not, like I'm down with it. Like I've worked at women's shelters in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, not, this summer has me busy in Brooklyn, so I'm out in Bed Stuy. I'm out in Bushwick this summer. Gotcha. I yeah. had a wall coming up soon. Did you have anything to do with the Exonerated Five mural? That's no. not, okay. That wasn't. That no, wasn't. No, no, that's no. a beautiful piece, though. Yeah, that is a really beautiful piece. Um, mm, There's yeah. so much beautiful work everywhere, and you know, just seeing. I've been in this game for a long time, and just over the years and the progression, like, mm-hmm. you know, just from like I've, you know, I grew up like where I had a lot of older graffiti friends, and I still have like a, a wide range of different artist friends. Yeah. Um, but just seeing the support for art in general, like seeing graffiti in museums now mm-hmm. and, you know, seeing like the support for street art and, yeah. you know, businesses employing art versus like advertising. Especially like. after what happened to uh, Five Points. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was true. Was that 10 years mm-hmm. ago now? Is it been that long? Has to be. I think longer, like probably, yeah. Oh, I remember, it, it was sad. Like we were there the next day. It was like a vigil. Like literally everyone was just crying. It was just like, Horrible. Why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah. right. um, well, I'll open it up. I don't yeah. want to be a Mike Hogg yeah. uh, a gentleman. Either. Any questions? Is there a medium that you don't really mess with that you would like to get into? Yeah, you describe yourself as a multimedia artist. So, like, yeah. how multi? One that you haven't done, one that you did a few times, and you don't really do it like that, and you like to tap into it more. Any of those? You know, I've never worked with um, video, mm. and I. Flew out of LaGuardia last week, and I got there a little earlier just because I wanted to check out the art installations. Mm. And I fell in love with this video piece, mm-hmm. and the and it almost felt like a waterfall, but it 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 was made up of images. Yeah, and that really just like I was like, wow, that's like because I'm so analog, mm-hmm. you know? I'm like yeah. I, I'm so tactile. I, I I like making things with my hands. But I think it's always great as an artist, as a person in general, to like stretch your muscle. Yeah. Go to places that make you feel a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. At least you went there. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least you can say, mm, it wasn't for me, but like, I want to go there. Yeah. Hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I respect that. I, and uh, it's interesting you mentioned LaGuardia Airport because I know you have another piece in JFK. I do. Right, that's related to um, mental health awareness. Yes. Could you talk a bit about about that? Absolutely. Um, That was a really, really beautiful process. So last year I worked with, um, again, full circle, I grew up in Jamaica, Queens, not too far from the airport. Yeah. And um, my father actually worked in that baggage claim when I was growing up. Really? Yeah. All these full circle moments with you. I know, right? I, you know, I, I'm listening. I'm I'm so in tune with like I'm like yes, um, and yeah. So I was working with this. Um, so it's a clubhouse. So basically, a clubhouse. It's not an institute. It's a place where mm-hmm. adults living with diagnosed mental illness mm-hmm. they gather, they cook together, they have a garden. That's wonderful. They have classes. They have support systems. They have computer classes. Like they're on it. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked with them for seven months to mm-hmm. develop a, a mural design that reflected breaking stigmas of mental illness. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my design is basically like 
two people like sort of made of the universe right because mm-hmm. i would just try to project like the idea that like we're all made of stardust yeah mm. You know, at the end of the day, like, we're all, like, just cosmic dust. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just made up of different particles. So some of us are lighter. Some of us are redder. Some of us are more blue. Some of us are more purple. Some of us are larger. Exactly. Some of us are smaller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it, it was a really... Ah, my God. It was just beyond what I expected working of that project, you know, the the friends I made and, you know, just kind of, you know, and people assume people like, oh, people with mental illness, they just say crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But like, no, there's a sensitivity mm-hmm. that's so real that was actually more refreshing than talking to like most people nowadays because mm. it was a brutal honesty. Mm. You know, and just kind of people seeing like, I hate people looking at me a certain way. Mm-hmm. So it was really special designing this and they were so happy with it. And the painting process and all of that was like really intense. But once it went up in the airport and then they were like, it's official. Like, and they, no, they were, well, they were, it was official, but they said it's permanent. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So, I'm sure that's a good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this tattoo. Oh, sick. Yeah. Oh, that's what that represents. Yeah. For the listeners, it's a plane around her forearm, a plane. Yeah, it's a plane. Around. I got that in August. <laughs> that is amazing. Thank you. That is amazing. Yeah. For for for, for someone that is a an amazing multimedia artist like you and have gone through this for how many years now? Was what was what's this what's this year make? Like 20 years? Yeah, I just turned 40. So, <laughs> thank you. Come on. She'll look a day over 27. I know that's right. I know that's right. Come on. I'm out here. I'm outside. No. Come on now. Nah, this woman Come has. Come on now. I would say like 10% of Listen. my taste comes from her. Oh, yeah? A solid Ooh. 10% of my taste comes from her. Nice. I told yeah, you yeah. too, yeah. Leslie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the words from, from the wise right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the wi- wise, one of the wisest women like I've known. Period. Mm-hmm. Yes. Told the story. Oh, thank you for you uh, for being such an amazing artist. I always want to get into the mind of an artist, like your vision. I know it's something that is so generic for someone to ask a certain artist, um, but it's, it's 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 always been so fascinating to me as to um, what an artist someone like you thinks about on a daily basis and how you can craft something into a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to know. Oh. Yeah. And, 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 and I would add, if I, if I may be so bold as to piggyback on your question. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, how about like we're in a college you know, class? Okay. Yeah. Piggybacks alone. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, just, you know, again, being multimedia, how is there a, is there a process where you have an idea and then you filter, okay, this is how I will represent it in sculpture, in on canvas, mm-hmm. with oils, with finger painting, or is it rather that it comes as the medium? Or how does that work? Um, I would say, like, so when I was, like, when I was a child, right, and I was self-taught, like, art was not, like, encur- highly encouraged. Mm-hmm. So I ended up, like making stuff with whatever was around like yeah. if there was construction going on i would grab like the drywall mm-hmm. and i would find things and then someone gifted me i didn't even know it was like a little cheap set of oil paints and then i figured out how to use oil paint and i would dilute it with cooking oil mm-hmm. 
you know so for me i've always kind of taken that approach to art like mm. by any means necessary um and i think when it comes to like the mixed media work sometimes i let the material talk to me mm. like i'm like what do you want to do today mm. yeah, i was about to say you know like that. you know and like i feel it out or like even with painting sometimes i just like lay colors down you know, if it's not like a commission or a mural specific thing, like yeah. that's a whole different process. Um, but when it's like my personal work, it's just kind of like it, I have like this whole dialogue with like me and the material. Yeah. Whether it's paint, whether it's like wood, whether it's like whatever. I'm just like, OK, like what do we want to do today? How do we want to shift? Do you like that? All right, I'm going to put you down and then kind of see how we feel about this tomorrow. Or sometimes it just comes like right. Like it comes rushing into my head. Like I'll be like sitting on my couch like you know sipping on some scissor <laughs> and jim jones come on. come on i grew up in the 90s yes i will i said what i said yes <laughs> i know that's right i was sipping on my scissor and then i'm like holy shit like, you just I, run yeah like there's a vision i'm like i my sketchbook is always on deck and i'm like Pie. oh there's that man. vision you know and then sometimes it's like i so it, it'll start with a sketch. Sorry to interrupt, but would it usually start with a sketch once an idea comes? Usually, sometimes. Mm. And then sometimes it's just like off the bat. Like sometimes I pick something up and I'm like, oh, I see it. Mm -hmm. Somehow, like I see it and I'm yeah. like, I don't know how I'm going to make it, but I'll figure out how. And and the figuring out how is like been the more fun part. What is like the challenging question that you have in your head um, as you're going through that process? Because I know it's like, it's like you are finding like, what is the what? Like, what, what, why, why does this need to be here? Like, what is like a certain, certain thing that uh, always pops in your head that makes it a little difficult at times? Because mm -hmm. I know, you know, when it comes to a certain piece, we like, we like to take breaks. Yeah. And then we come back to it. Yeah. Is it just like, what is missing on this one? Um, sometimes, like, usually, like, I go in and I go in, like, like, I mm -hmm. just don't even think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I, I have challenged myself over the past year to do more portrait work. Okay. Um, Why? Why hmm. portraits? Because it challenges me. Mm. And, I, and I've only specifically painted portraits of very specific people that I look up to. Mm. So there's like a list. So I'm going to be building a small body of work of that. But it's been a good, again, stretching that muscle. Yeah. And I'm like, I can do it. We we three admire you. We four admire you. So um, <laughs> Thank you. It, it could be like a time where it might be the the uh, the magazine cover of Snoop Dogg, Tupac, Dr. Dre, and who is it? Um, Shug Knight. Shug Knight. What's it? Shug Knight. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> where we all four and dressed in black in black turtlenecks. <laughs> I love it. You're the lightest one I love here. It. You're the lightest one. Shug Knight. The light, he's the lightest one. <laughs> Oh, nigga, nigga, you have a fucking beard and you're light skin. <laughs> you got the glasses. He got the glasses. You're a haircut right now. He got the glasses, yo. He got the glasses. He got the glasses. Nah, I think that's Pac. He, he Pac just. Pac. <laughs> Don't make me pull up the picture. <laughs> Justin is Tupac in this situation. Am I? Yeah, you. I mean, I would say you're Dr. Dre, but you look more like Pac because you got facial hair, and I don't. You are. You're Lady of Rage. Lady of Red. Ooh. You this is Jew. <laughs> <laughs> oh All he gotta do is put a little Talapari beard on him and then, you know, just make it snappy. Fuck you. That's crazy. 
The Suge Knight biopic starring Jude Sefers Wilson. Yes. First and only role. First and only role. Wins an Oscar and then I'm just hanging Timothy Chalamet's vanilla ice off a okay. terrace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all me. I go for it. Yeah. That's that really good. Oh my God. Guys, so funny. So, um, <laughs> steering the conversation, actually. Yes. This, go ahead, go ahead. This was like, enough. This tangent. Did this turned go. into drink champs real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you mentioned stretching and and, yeah. and stretching yourself as an artist, yeah. and it's interesting because that is terminology. You know, Ahmad and I are both actors, uh, among other things that we do, and that's terminology that's used in acting all the time. Mm. A stretch Thespians. role. Yeah. Um, which is like a role outside of your usual comfort zone, maybe outside of your typecasting. Yeah. Um, but I, but I'm glad that Ahmad asked that question because I've always, you know, we went to an arts high school, and um, these I guys was, went to LaGuardia. We did, yeah, LaGuardia High School, and and I. These are the fame kids. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> My brother went as well. He was a visual arts major as well, and um, I, the art majors. Well, I've always been in awe of all the other majors. Like right. I've been in all of the instrumentalists. I'm in all of the mm-hmm. tech majors. I'm in all of the dance majors. Anything that like I'm not there for, I'm like, wow, how do you do that? Yeah, right. But the art majors, I like if there was one thing that I wished I could do besides like learn how to play piano, uh, which you can learn. I was, I wish I could like draw. Like I, I like Anyone if I could just, draw I'm sure I can. If I, and I have to work at it like anything else. But it's like, exactly. it's just the people who can just open up a sketch pad and in five minutes they have this detailed portrait of like some superhero or whatever like i'm like that's crazy (laughs) that's so crazy that took work the same way you can just bust out a whole scene i also saw i also work as a makeup and hair artist okay yes you did you did the hollywood reporter with Jarrell jerome who went to high school with us what he did. Yeah. Nigga did his research. Oh, yeah. you did. Jerome, Jerome, yes, he was, I love that he, shoot. He that was the next generation suit. Yeah, he graduated yeah. 2015 and we were 2016. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Jerome, Jerome, as currently seen in Full Circle. Virgo. On, in Virgo. And Virgo. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm a Virgo. Yeah. yeah. Where he it's, plays like a I'm giant. Right. That's a, 13, 13 foot. T- <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! He is. You, you are definitely like half. Yes, you are. Wow. Jesus no, but that's Christ. Think about this right? though. Me and Steph Curry are the same height. Think about Steph, that though. Wait, is, wait. Steph Curry is six. He's six like th- he's six three. I'm six four. I thought he was six feet. Basketball. Wait, no, that's Michael Jordan. Anyway, sorry. Jordan's six six. God. So think about that. To, to say that that's short, well short for a basketball player. Yeah. Honestly, yes. And I was so but surprised. You know, I think I think they need a five footer on the court. Well, Muggsy Bowles? Yeah, Muggsy Bowles. Yes, they did. Muggsy Five Bowles. foot three. Wow. Little man. Wow. But I'd I be going between like... Da, 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 da. Breaking knees. With fucking cutting people. With shit. With shit. Breaking kneecaps. You should see me getting through a crowd. I'm sure. It's all elbows. I get I'm it. pinching people. I, uh, not pinching people. That's why. She, nah, she a bartender in New York City for 20 years. She oh, had yeah. to pinch let's, niggas. Let's, so let's rewind, actually. Let's talk a bit about that. 20 years as a bartender in New York... How many bars did you work at? I know that was any horror stories. I'm sure so many, so many epic, amazing stories. So many horror stories. I worked at, I worked at the 4040 for a long time. Jay Z's club. I was one of the top uh, bottle service girls on 25th Street. Excuse me. Come on. Come on now. Worked at a bunch of other places. I worked at the coffee shop. I don't know if you ever got to hang out there. It was on 16th and Union Square West. Oh, that one. That's funny. Yeah. Me and my mom used to go there all the time, and I called it the girls because a lot of women worked there. And yeah. 
It was all like braless, good looking yeah. women, just kind of like, like, what do you want? I'm like, <laughs> and this is honestly between the ages of like four and six. I slept right. what we did. Wow. It was horrible, actually. You would tell the bar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> was it the first awakening, you was like. It was, it was like the first step to my awakenings, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> horrible. That's crazy. Oh my goodness. So uh, we, what, yes, sorry, you were you were But um <laughs> like like well again like you know a lot of people it's the same. A lot of people in the arts and the theater acting mm-hmm. um do hospitality. Yeah. And for me I got to the point where I was like, Okay, like I'm gonna take this as content. So mm. for me it was like a lot about shifting perspective. So instead of being like sick of a job and being like, oh, I can't wait to get out of this and not do this anymore, I'm like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna milk this shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna take this content and I'm gonna transform it into my creative powers. Right. Yeah. I mean, and 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 in a similar way with actors, I'm sure Maude can can speak to this a bit too. Um, part of what makes you a better actor, I believe, is accruing more human experience. Right. I mean, that's what we draw from. That's what it is. You just. The chef's kiss. <laughs> Human experience. Yeah. And so you do that by talking to people, by having different kinds of jobs. Mm-hmm. But like right now I'm working as a as a as a teacher, uh, a substitute teacher. And I'm I'm leading um like it's basically like summer school, but it's more like summer camp and I'm like the academic part of summer camp in the morning. Okay. So the kids come in eight to twelve, I do How ELA. These are fourth ongoing fifth graders. Oh my god, that's the best age you because so? they're not jaded yet. Right, yeah. The, and, and they're still kind of like you could still they're infiltrate. They're a little malleable, absolutely. You could still still like infiltrate their brains. Like yo, yeah. you could be like a dope creative, like right. you could be an asshole. No, no, you're absolutely. That is yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah. Like I still remember. I have like emotional memories of like first and second grade, but I remember that I I remember fourth and fifth grade. I remember I didn't like my fourth grade teacher. I remember fifth grade going into middle school and the beginning of all that. And you know the the there are challenges with every age group. With fourth and fifth, it's like they are starting to solidify what their personality is going to be for the next few years. So they, and they are, it's one of those first, like, I think I know everything. I know how the world works ages. And you have to remind them that you do not. And you still have to handle them with kitty gloves, but putting all that aside, that's an experience that I have that like I can draw from. So I, I respect hearing that it's, it's much the same for you as a visual artist. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever run into AOC while you were doing a bartender? AOC Sandy was what we called her. Oh. She was my bar, one of my bar wives. I yeah. was making a complete joke. No, we used to work together. What the fuck you ain't told me crazy. <laughs> she actually... I know you 10 years, you don't tell me this? You knew I worked with Sandy. No, I did not. What? No. Oh my God. Sandy, was- come on the show. Come on, come on the to the show, show Sandy. That's yeah. all Jesus. Greatest and I, podcast. Wait, 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 and I will wait. tell you, and I will tell you, and I will tell you, yes. working with, and I'll just say Sandy, because I, I can't call her like AOC. Working with Sandy was dope because I was, again, working, I was only there part time and I was working, teaching in different after schools. Yeah. Right. And most of my practice is in like you know, on our underserved communities. Mm-hmm. So I was not touching privileged charter schools. I was yeah. strictly in, in the hoods. Gotcha. And, you about. know, and she like really admired that. And like, you know, at our shifts, we would really talk about social justice. And, you know, we would talk about how we were so over the hospitality industry and just kind of like, you know, the... 
you know the, the shady shit, the, the messy dudes, the the, the wonder breadness, the of wonder breadness, and yeah. just kind of being like you know just and kind of thinking right because you you know you you're in the service industry and you don't want to be feel stuck and you're like what else do I have going on in my life? Yeah. So for me it's like always art. So I was like that's just how I make money and how I get content yeah. whatever. But she was thinking about running for Bernie with Bernie and she did it and mm-hmm. we all supported her and there she is and then. Who knows? Who knows? Look at her climbing. now, and look at she her is climbing. now. You could be painting her uh, her presidential portrait one Come day. Come on! Man. Why did you call her Sandy? Huh? Why did you call her Sandy? I guess. Well, her name's Alexandra, but oh. we already had an Alexandra working there, so we Valid. used to call her Alex. So we would call Alexandra Sandy. Sandy. Okay, I that thought, was her name. Yeah. I thought it was because she reminded y'all of Shirley from SpongeBob. No, no, no! Oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. <laughs> Andy Cheeks. No, the boys. And the she boys, was a pe- and and she was like a tequila expert too. So we used to talk politics, oh. social justice, and tequila. This What's a tequila game? Like her ability to mix tequila with cocktails? Oh yeah, like somebody had I, somebody had given her like a trophy or a, a customer. I don't know. It was such a fun place to work. I'm I have sure. to be Where honest was it? with you. It was now it's a Chase Bank, but it, damn. But it was on 16th and Union Square West. Okay. Oh, the coffee right. shop. Yeah, yeah. It gotcha, was there. Gotcha. It was like a New York like '90s icon. Is bartending? Is that like a? I love is, it. Is, is that it's, like it's an art in itself? Like I, I, mm-hmm. you know, I still here and there pop up and I do like cocktail menus. Yeah. So and, that's I was gonna ask. Is it a thing where like if you you need to use it or lose it, or do you oh, feel like it's always there? It's another muscle. To okay. Flex. Mm. Boom. That's dope. It, and, and it's another art, right? Like if you treat what I figured out, what makes life easier, right? Because I've, I've been through the grunt and we all have. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I treat everything like art or like a, a, some kind of art game, it makes life more fun and more interesting. And it makes the reward that much sweeter. Mm-hmm. So even like from doing my laundry to like dishes, like I'll time it, you know, or like. If I'm bartending, I'm like, okay, like, I'm in it. Like, I'm not like, ah, oh, I got to do this shit. Like, you yeah. know, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I'm here. I'm doing it. Yeah. You're like a on samurai with it. You got to be, you got to be a little bit of like a samurai in this life. I figured out. I mean, you know, I've been single and I just kind of had to fend for myself a lot. So I figured out. How to survive. How to survive. It, it, <laughs> how to survive with a smile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, uh. Just to your point about, you know, doing the work that you need to do, you know, it's like my dad says, doing what you need to do so you can do what you want to do. Right. Yeah. Like yep. um, when it comes to I, I've been thinking a lot about how like there are there are so many jobs in our culture. And, and this is probably just, you know, a symptom of capitalism that like are transitory. Right. Like y- you could you could be a bartender for 20 years. And that's not I don't from the outside. I think that's not a job that people look at as like a career. They're like, oh, but you're bartending is, right now, but eventually you'll do something it else. It is a career, mm-hmm. and people sleep on bartenders, and I'm like, you know, I used they to make... They make buku money? They yeah. First of all, money. first of all, and to have the mental capacity, right. let me tell you something, like, I won't be behind a bar for fucking five years, and I, I'm like, you know what, I need to pick you, up a few bucks, you come, I'm yeah, saving come for right something. Back to it. it all comes back, it's a Rolodex. Yeah. But to have that brain power to hold massive amount of drink orders and execute in a way and remember shit and yeah. deal with money all at once and Pe- talk to people so yes. and deal with people and with a smile on your face yeah. so when people talk shit about bartenders i'm like you're a fucking hater because you don't even have half the brain space <laughs> i really yes. don't 
Yeah. You know how Israel makes it mandatory for everyone to go to the military? Mm-hmm. I feel like in the U.S. It, they everyone should, make should it, bartend? Everyone should work in the hospitality oh, for fact. at least a year. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then that way, when you go outside, you don't fuck around and find out. Because <laughs> you know right. how to deal with people. Because you know I, how I to deal with people. I think that's 100%. I worked at TJ Maxx for a little over it a year. It boggles me. I'm like, yo, people with degrees and good credit, how you... <laughs> How do you forget to act when you go to a bar? Yeah, or go to a store to buy something. Yeah. And you're dealing with your customer service rep. Wait, what's yes. your TJ Maxx story? Oh, I mean, I, 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 who knows? I can, I, there's, there were, you know, TJ Maxx is one of those places that has like recurring customers because yes. of oh, like the deals and and the cheap, you uh-huh. know, whatever. And and if they have a credit card, then they they're looped in. So you would just get like your regular characters, and there was there was some lady we called her Miss Brown because she wore a lot of brown clothes, but she was a white woman, and she would come in if we were closing at eleven. She was there at ten forty-five, with fifteen returns, online returns too. So you couldn't just find them in the store. You got to pull out the receipt. You got to scan for the system. You got to. There was check no to way to be like, bitch, no. There was I, like there yeah. was some, well, there were some managers who would come out and essentially like, do that. Actually, yeah, who would say like, I think you know sometimes they have to be like, you cannot like, you can't do this. Uh, but you know, there's stuff like that, and just the entitlement. It's, it's the like, entitlement. It's, it's, it's the entitlement. It's, it's That's the, the word I was looking for. It's the lack of understanding that this person isn't just like an NPC in this part of your day. Dude. They have a life Dude. outside of you and this, right? So and they like, got to deal with your shit. And I, and I was just texting these guys about how like, I'm someone who, you know, part of how I was raised and just my temperament in general, like in any sort of, you know, interaction like that, I try to be polite. So I go into a supermarket, I say hello. And like, they bring up my stuff. Yeah. And not everyone does that. I say hi to bus drivers. Thank you to bus drivers. Nine times out of 10, they ain't thinking about yeah. me. Right. And sometimes you're like, man, <laughs> maybe, no one maybe says I should hi. start being mean. But no, then, <laughs> don't ever do that. I do the same thing. I had people actually look at me in the face and be like, "Why the fuck are you? So are you saying happy? Hi to me? <laughs> what the fuck? Why the fuck are you smiling? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I swear to God, what went on in their life that no, day? No, honestly, no. They they, they do be like, that. "What the fuck are you so positive sever- for?" <laughs> that's happened to me several times in my life, and I just go like this, and I carry. I changed purses today, but I always carry a little Palo Santo in my purse. I know, that's right. And that's my first response. I just light it and I go like that. <laughs> and I fucking that's a negative energy trying to come gone. at you. Yes. I'm no, like, when you get your, honest, when you get your vial of holy water, just go. <laughs> I told my friend I was going to get a spray bottle. Like, I spray the cats. She yeah. was like, do not do that. You might confuse some people long She's enough like, to She's like, you're going to get getaway. beat up. Just don't fucking go walk around spraying people. You, <laughs> you definitely have a point when it comes to everybody going a year is like working in hospitality because Oof. well working at working at equinox um oh yes. i Oof. so i i I, I, imagine. I work as a group fitness instructor but i always say hello to the front desk people so whenever you go into the gyms it's a nice way to start the it's day. a nice way to start today you you have people at the front desk saying hello good morning to you have a good workout but the thing that people get you know they will always get the utmost people just him with a nod, don't sing anything, or they'll go up to them. They don't say hello, good morning. They'd be like, "How can how, how can I fix my app on some shit?" And and if I'm there with the front desk people, I go, "Good morning." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't say anything. I don't answer yeah. a fucking question. I said, "Good morning." She's like, "What?" I said, "It's seven in the morning, and you want to ask about your app, and you don't say good morning, good morning." And so she just backs off on me, and then just walks away. I'm like. Just say say good morning. So you treat these people awkward. like people, and they always want to make they always want to 
um, feel like, like they invisible. are the problem when yeah. it comes to a certain situation that is going on with, with their lives or their app or something that's going on with the gym. It's like their world is like no one else matters. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they treat you like trash. Now, for you as a bartender, I'm pretty sure people have said some negative shit to you oh, all the totally. time. But it's like, motherfucker, I could, I could make your you know, shit strong what? as hell. Exactly. And you would die. Be okay. <laughs> Put like seven shots of tequila. <laughs> I'm like, you just don't treat people that have anything that you're gonna ingest. Oh, like dude, that. my yeah. my my. Girl. I mean, I'm not evil. No, no, but but it, it's, it's a, not it's a my fault principle. if something happens to you. Exactly. Exactly. Karma served your ass. Yeah. My girl's uh, your karmic grandfather used to be a cook. <laughs> he he worked as a like a cook in a in restaurant mm. and uh, he would always say that like anytime someone sent a plate back, somebody would spit in the plate. So she that's, that's why if she gets something at a restaurant to this day, she's not she, sending that back. She's just gonna deal with it because she's not <laughs> she's not you know um, wow. trying to have that situation. Occur. No, you, and you deal with so much, but you know, the good thing is like, I feel like everything in life happens for a reason. And I definitely went through some fucking back busting days. I'm sure that I'm so grateful for because it, it gave me a tough skin and it really right. helped me to build character. It builds. Yeah. That's, the, that's it. It builds character. And then it makes you more cautious of what's, and who you get involved with. Yeah. And, you know. Right. So uh, I have another art question for you. I have a lot and that are sure. popping up in my head as, as we talk. Um, we got some more time left here. Um, but one that I prepared was, uh, I'd like you to tell us about the We Art One Collective uh, and how they came across you. What what are they? And, and, oh, and, We Art One is amazing. So I'm part of this artist collective based in Yonkers. Okay. So I moved in there this past March, but I've been working with the artists that live there or the that are centered there for years. Gotcha. Um, but it's a beautiful collective. Uh, we're a collective of painters, photographers, multimedia artists, mm-hmm. um, based out of this beautiful building, like an old like kind of church school building in Yonkers. Um, and it's so nice, like, honestly, like, getting out of the city and getting there. Like, I connected with the woman that's running it, Patty. Okay. Um, and then Yasmin, who's also a good friend of mine and another artist, she's been um, uh, having a studio there for a while. So when I went to go visit her, I was just like, this is such a breath of fresh air, mm-hmm. getting out of the city. Like, I love the city. I'm a city girl, but, like, I'm a nature girl. I know, like that's you, right. you can find me at the beach. You can find me in the woods. I like hiking. I like all that shit. Yes. Like the minute I can, I'm out, you know. But, you know, in the city, I, I do the thing. So it's actually been really wonderful because I live in East Harlem. Yeah. I, I'm on the east side. So I just want the minute I'm on that Metro North, I'm like. It is nice. I remember mm-hmm. when I started getting acquainted with the Metro North. Well, you guys got to come over soon. Okay, yes. I'm yes. down. Studio visit soon. Absolutely. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm there right now. A Yonkers day. We need a Yonkers, Yonkers day. day. Yeah, a Yonkers day. <laughs> and then we'll go to Westchester for wine. Oh, I'm d- listen. I'm down. Listen, you let me know. I'm, I'm on it's the, the first train out. It's over here. But I love my wine. We outside. <laughs> but We Art One is amazing. I am so grateful for this nonprofit. They're doing so much. Like, we're 
they're doing like we're doing sip and paint mm, yes um community events for like mental health like there's so much support for the arts in the community yeah mm. yeah is there a travel destination you like to go to to go work at but also of course just to visit but i'm sure you want to get some art in while you go travel yeah, so I'm actually, I'm Colombian, like I mentioned. Viva Colombia. Viva Colombia. And I haven't been in a very long time, so my next mission is to hit my country and hit a wall. Yes. Wow. And drop some work, and then I'm also actually working um, on doing some sustainable fashion Oh, Fire. Come on, sustainable, sustainable fashion. fashion. Okay, okay. Yeah, so looking No more to of those dumps that. over there that have sheen all no. over it. No more sheen. No more sheen. No more sheen. Some of y'all going to be upset about that. Y'all going to be real um, upset. Let them, but let, fuck y'all. let them be upset. Yeah. They'll be okay. Yeah. Everyone now, will be okay. <laughs> now, Gia, yes. I would love to talk to you about how my mom would love the Purple Rain hat that Ooh. you designed. Oh my I, god, that just took me like I saw it and I said my mom would rock that hat. That just <laughs> like really warmed my heart because honestly, like I was looking and I all those like hats, those are all recycled wires that I did like that. Really? And, and I haven't visited those hats in such a long because I was like, Oh, I'm gonna make more and then I got busy with other stuff. But the fact that you brought up that hat, like we can make that happen, absolutely. I can. I, I, I want her to have it. I see. <laughs> literally, her birthday was two weeks ago, Aww, and she just happy turned. Birthday, your mom. Happy, birthday, happy birthday, Brenda. Happy birthday, Brenda. Brenda. Yes, mama, mama, mama. Happy Brenda. Yes. Come on now, I know that's. That's your favorite yes. Super Bowl performance. Hell yeah! Oh my god! You crying during that? You, the you, best. You, yes. It's cold. In the rain. In the in rain. In the rain. Top, top two, and it's not two. But you can't what? make that shit up. You you really can't. You really you really can't. No. Like he said, that they, was they a said, magic moment. Forecast said it's gonna rain. Prince said. And, okay. Uh, and, <laughs> and okay. He said. He actually he okay. said. Yeah, I know. I'm I know that happened. <laughs> like this gonna fit so well for today. I'm singing. He was like, rain. "Are you perfect? Are I'll you dumb? Break this down for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Ridiculous. Uh, I'm a but, big waffle for Charlie Murphy after this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your couch, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I think the idea of, of uh, going to Colombia, going to your your hometown. Um, and and leaving a mark there is great. Now you were born there. How long did you live there? If, if, if very oh, long I, I was mm. like I was I was born in Barranquilla, okay. and then I came here when I was a kid. In Barranquilla, me Eso. Mm, but yeah, like I mostly grew up here. You know, I would I would go some summers visit grandma, but uh, now I'm I'm eager to go back and like beyond. Like you know that'll be obviously because I'm gonna be back on homeland. But mm -hmm. my idea is to do what I do here in South America. Yeah, starting with my country and then like moving out, like working with local youth and mm -hmm. local communities and like let's do a wall together that's and great. then that way the kids gain art skills and then they can see that there's work beyond yeah no it's great i mean I, I i remember a few years ago my brother i don't know how he knew about this but he took me to the unveiling of a mural the mural right on uh, 125th and Old Broadway of Malcolm X and Yuri. Oh, Kuchinawa, yeah, that's a dope piece. It was really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I didn't know about this woman, that this Japanese woman that worked with Malcolm X and was, mm. you know, civil rights activist. Uh, they had, you know, so they had the unveiling. They had like a discussion about it. And there were, 
uh, a few like original Black Panther Party members who were there also uh, kind of leading the conversation. So I think obviously murals are a great way to not only bring the community together, but to inform the community. What a dumb um, brother you have. Yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's cool. Salud. We got to have him Salud. on the show, too. At we some do. Salud. Um The cats? <laughs> it's probably the cats. Uh, I On that note, is there anywhere in... America that you've not yet worked, even outside of the city. I mean, I, I know, for example, um, this is a place in the city. There's a New York and Poets Cafe, and they're actually about to shut down for a few years yeah. for a massive uh, renovation, renovation, which is long overdue. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, whether it's like being part of something like that, where, you know, uh, you know, uh, an old community landmark is being refurbished and renovated and given new life, or is there, if you ever want to get like out of New York, but stay in the country or any parts of the country you want to um, touch? I, I'd like to get out of New York for sure. Mm -hmm. Like there's places I'd like to hit in New York and you know, there's neighborhoods I haven't been into and like other, you know, mural circles that I'm not like really a part of. And yeah. It, it just is what it is. Yeah. You know, I feel for me, I feel like a need to expand beyond. Obviously, I'd be open to more work in New York, mm -hmm. but I feel like I, I want to broaden my horizons. Like, yeah, I find the Southwest very attractive. Like Austin? Like, 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 like New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like that right. landscape, yeah. like desert, like cactus, mm -hmm. like, you know, like the, the broad open. Mm hmm. You know, like maybe hit Colorado. Yeah. Like, you know, I went to Utah like a couple of years ago and I fell in love. Oh, my God. Just like mountains everywhere. I was mm -hmm. just like losing it. Yeah. Wow. You know, and I was like, I never felt more like such a city kid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, because for me, nah, it's like, you know, real. I'm a New Yorker, right? What do we do? We go to Miami. We go to Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. we, we go to the Caribbean. Go to DR. <laughs> we go to the Caribbean, we right? The Caribbean. So we're like, we're like, all right, the city, the palm trees and beach. Exactly. But when you're out in the mountains, yeah, it's, it's like a whole it's other It's a different vibe. story. Yeah. When I was in, uh, when I was in uh, Mexico, when I did the Knowles trip, and I was in Santa Monica, California first, and I looked out into the ocean. I was like, I want to look at that for a month. Mm. Right? I want to look at just nothingness for yeah. a so month. Yeah. I get there, nothing. It's water and sky. Yeah. And it's stars wow. everywhere. It yeah. was that must a have been fucking so trip. Trippy. Yeah, it would have been a trip. There is so much, you know, and the so state of the world see. is is crazy obviously in a lot of different ways but there is so much natural beauty i even think about like i have this this recurring kind of fantasy of going to seattle and like being in, in the dope. pacific northwest and seeing the the massive trees and i'm not yeah. like an outdoorsy person at all but just to stand in the in the woods it's wild like I, I think it's you. so important mm. like you know i walk i like i'm within walking distance to randall's island mm -hmm. and that's honestly like my refuge yeah like, I go there before a really busy day. Like, I just get my ass over there, do my little run, and calms I sit there. Mm. And it calms me down. And I, and I can look at the madness, and you see the ducks, and, like, the rent, like mm -hmm. all the beautiful flowers. And the horses like, over there. It just kind of, you know, I feel like you got to take that, like, that, even if it's, like, five minutes. Yeah. Or, like, even that trip, right? Absolutely. Just to kind of bring you back home. Because it, it, it kind of brings you back, like, you're like, I was worried about what? Like, this yeah. shit is huge. Yeah. Like, and this shit can, like, eat me up in one minute. Yeah. Like, and, and, it, and it might, in some ways, I mean, you know, people experience uh, leaving, people from New York who leave New York have different levels of, you know, homesickness. Um, I might be going to Arizona for a brief trip later this year, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Have but, you thought about leaving New York? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I used to think, oh, I'll live here forever. I'll raise my family here, whatever, whatever. But as the city has changed and as I've seen and done more things, I'm like, 
I'm okay with my kids. Quality right. of living. <laughs> like, and it is exactly what you said of like being outside. Now, I wouldn't mind staying close to New York, especially for some of my contacts. Mm-hmm. And as, yeah. as long as my family is here as well. But like being close enough to get in and close enough to get right back out yeah. when, when you need to is, is like that's my new ideal situation. I don't know if that's Jersey, if that's uh, Poughkeepsie. I don't know where that is, but my brother did. Uh, what did he do? He did a uh, fucking what's it called? The Poconos. That was my brother's move. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, the Poconos. Yeah. Poconos. I mean, there's there's lots, and you're not. No, it, there is no place like like New York, but that's yeah. okay. Like every place is its own thing. We don't yeah. need the whole um, everywhere not, looking like New York. I'm, I'm we don't need that. I'm grateful for the New York that I live. Mm. Like yeah. I I tried, yeah, you got like, to see it in like the hey I mean, nineties. There was a lot of. There was still craziness going on, but of course. Yeah, like I, I, I had fun. Yeah. Like I had fun. Like there were things that we used to do that you just don't do anymore. And like I just have like a treasure trove. Like I thought about it. Because the more I've thought about like leaving, sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, but I'm like, oh, let's, let's leave that like in that beautiful mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Obviously, right? Because it, I mean, that's the thing about New York too, because it's ever evolving. Yeah. So, you know, it wouldn't be great. It wouldn't be. New York City, if it stayed the same, right? Yeah, for real. I, 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 I sort of. <clears throat> well, I was right, right in the mic. Um, so <laughs> sorry, y'all. Um, so I always think about this at times, and my mom, she, uh, her and I would have these conversations and stuff. She was like, "Man, I wish you were like your age in the '90s," and I said, "No, I wouldn't. Mm. I would be a problem." Yeah. I feel like it would have been a damn demon. We all would be a problem. That's why I don't. 90s. I didn't grow up in the seventies. I would have been a damn fucking. I would have been a problem. Okay, with all the nineties R and B songs that were just dropping, the hip hop songs that were by dropping, now. the clubs, the Amad club life. My father. You would have been my <laughs> <like> great grandfather. <laughs> Mod would have been my dad somehow through the paradox. Listen now. That's a funny universe. Fucking <laughs> fucking H Town would have been dropped in nineteen ninety three. Talking about knocking boots. Nah. I'd have been all up. On that Mine would have been okay? like DMX and the Rough Riders, but some but, genuine and shit. Uh, come on you know? now, I was so for for people for people that I that I see that have lived in the '90s, like have had their life in '90s. I just be like, wow. <laughs> I just say wow. Envious, but you, you know it was it was like uh you know like right like it was like the knocking the boots was like different versus yes. like all this shit that I mean. I could get down with some of the music that's like coming down now, but it's like you know, it was like there was like innuendo. Yeah, there, there was like that like little like. If you know, you know. If yeah. you know, you know what I'm talking about, girl. Now, now with with the '90s, like when it comes to it, there weren't. Uh, I don't know. Like, try to uh, correct me if I'm wrong. There weren't really a lot of murals in Harlem. Uh, Mostly graffiti. I was like, I was, I was like a kid growing up. I would say, like, for me, like. Like mid early nine early nineties, I was like in middle school. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't really come up in like doing my art until like early two thousands here. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, but there was always graffiti. I mean, graffiti's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think there was definitely like some street art. Um, and I know some companies. But I really feel like street art started blowing up, like definitely, like more like early, late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. But it was always around. I mean, you can't even like put a timeline on it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. people have been doing it forever since like the days of graffiti, like Harring was doing, you know, Harring wasn't necessarily a graffiti artist, but he was doing like 
street art mm-hmm. and so was Basquiat. Yeah. So I, a bunch of people. I, I think one of the one of the big moments of maturation for me was being able to distinguish between like you know, you see like these little like black spray paint tags everywhere that don't right. mean anything. But when you see like actual graffiti, like when you see the mural in a Actually, the school that I work at uh, in the school year, Central Park East One, it's in the Jackie Robinson Educational Complex, and they have that mural in the playground on 106 uh, and with Park. With the dome? Toward Park. Yeah. No, it's it's fenced in. I'm thinking about Jackie Robinson Park. I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah. It's a school building with different schools inside of it, but the playground has, like, on the inside and the outside, There's it's lined, you know, with... My, I think my friends mm. did that. Yeah, it's 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 gorgeous, and, and, I, and I think, like, that is obviously this you know that's street art that's mirror work at its highest yeah uh, its i mean level. when people pick up a can and do a little tag that's exactly what it is right you know or they they bomb someone's piece right. which is unfortunate because yeah. it's like people put so much work into this or detail. you know what i was mm. thinking about when i said five points the the more recent tragedy was uh the what, what is it 181st oh my god train station oh, oh yes they yes. painted that and, whole thing and, over and 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 so they painted garbage. over it and they put a call out for artists Right to to apply to paint in there. Yeah, and you know my friends. You know I'm. You know my. Follow, I'm grateful for my friends on Instagram and all that. You know, and people send you opportunities, mm-hmm. but I'm like, you know, yeah. It's like it's weird. I'm like I'm like no, I'm not. It's like going to a graveyard. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. that. a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm not touching that. I'm like they should have left that alone. The city has so much shit to do. I'm like, yeah. Really. Not and, and that's the not, one thing doing, that you're worried about is a wall. Not yeah. doing anything to help the in people who camp out in a in tunnel. There. Word. That hurts you real bad. Like, let it be. <laughs> you're just making it a brighter place for them to go and shoot up and you know there pass you go. out and do it. Like it's. Anyway, it's, it's not even a piece of darkness. To uh, uh, as we, as we close, I want I always like to end on a positive note. So I've come up with some this or that questions for okay. you. Just three really quick ones. Uh, we do this for most of our features guests. Uh, if we didn't do it for you, I'm sorry, but I think we have done it for everyone. Uh, so I've got three. I'm sh- I'm sure you're a fan of sangria because you're a fan of wine. Mm, oh, you're not. No. Okay. I was gonna ask you sangria white or red, but if I have to red. Yeah, but you like if know, I have to right. go there, I'm gonna go there. You're gonna go there. What is it about sangria that you don't? It's a little too sweet. Oh, you okay? Mm, she she likes a bitter taste. More of a bitter. Well, twenty years of bartending that'll do it. I like it to like. Yeah, hit you. Right, right, right. Just mm. enough. Okay, like so then a, in that case, let me switch it up. Like uh, like a Muhammad uh, Ali jab, like a. <laughs> <laughs> so like. I, all right, I'm here. <laughs> so like so like so like whiskey or tequila. Tequila. Okay. Mezcal or tequila. Ooh. Tequila, right? Let's go. Let's go. Do you eat the worm if it's presented? Absolutely. It's a real nigga. Do you know what I learned? (laughs) When I came back from Mexico, I learned that uh, Mexico is the only. Mexico basically has trademarked the word tequila. Hell as they should. You can't. If you make it outside of Mexico, you have to call it. Tequila, I think. You can't call it uh, tequila. Oh, shit. Or you have to call it. Because all tequila is really mezcal. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. but yeah, is born mezcal and then it's made into a tequila. <laughs> the more you know, goddammit. Thank you, Gia, for telling me. You're welcome. <laughs> Running back to your 90s upbringing, you know, you're out on the streets, you're partying, you're bartending, you're clubbing, whatever. But uh, let's say you come home at the end of the night, you got your mixtape. Uh, who you want to hear first, Aaliyah or Selena? Why would you Aaliyah. ask that? Gangster. Yes. I was about to say that's a hard question. Ooh, that's if a hard I... one. It depends. Or I might be like, I could. 
don't know. They're what two different kind of moods. I, I don't know what kind of mood I'm in. I could be like, if you're a man only. That's a good yes. one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or I could be like, I could fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> two different moods. If you want to be a hot girl, or you want to be a sad girl. Yes. No, no sad girls. I guess like lovey girls. It's the summertime. Right. Summertime. We've we'll be, we'll be been saying. I was call Selena tender. 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 Tender girl. Yeah. yeah. Tender. Tender girl. Um, tender girl summer. Yeah. Tender, tender girl summer. Tender girl summer. <laughs> tender girl stay off of Tinder. Right. Tender girl staying off of Tinder. I'm, like, I'm on some like tough Tender girl summer. Right. <laughs> like a good steak. Like a good steak. They don't fuck with me, but if you're nice, like, all right. Like, let's <laughs> <go>. <laughs> we'll have a conversation. Uh, my last one might be uh, somewhat basic, but I'm curious. Um, murals or sculptures? Sculptures I, are the thing that trip me up the most because I don't a... get how you look at a block of something and then say, I'm going to cut it this way and this way and well, this way. You know, I, I don't do traditional sculpture, which I, I guess oh. is another medium I would like to like foray in. But I do mold making okay. and, um, you know, I do more assemblage. So I work with a lot of found material. Got it. Like a lot of the woodwork I have is like tree branches that I've rescued from the projects after bad storms. Mm. And I take them back and I clean them up and I put them together. Gotcha. And I add fabric and I, I just like go at it. Like I have a vision. I don't know what it is, but I got to get it out. Yeah. Um, but I like I like three dimensional. So I think I started. I like that. Yeah. I, I like getting around. I like a full 360 view. Right. And I, and I and I, you know, and I think it adds to the experience of the viewer, like just getting around and sort of finding their own interesting spaces within what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I find them more fun. I would, for me, I want the opportunity to create, like, giant things. I'm sure that opportunity is on its way. Yes. The first Um, step was that mural. Uh, Gentlemen, anything else from you? Hmm. I love you, Gia. I love you, too, Gia. Mm. Thanks so much for coming on, Gia. Is there anything else you would like to plug before you hop off? All I want to say is that um, I just feel... But I want to share a smile. And I want everyone to take a moment and just really reflect on what you've done in your life so far and be proud of yourself and pat yourself on the back and know that you're doing the best that you can and that whatever you really want in life, like put your head down and fucking plow through because you can make it happen. Thank you. I mean, no further further words needed. If you want more Uptown Love, you can find (laughs) HBO on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and the Podbean app. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. It greatly helps us out. Please follow our lovely guest on Art by Gia. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Gia. Uh, Yeah, thanks so much. Appreciate you. Deuces. Drink your water. (laughs) Wear your condoms. (laughs)